It is Thursday the 21st of September and this is The Splash. Yeah, the Fox Sports podcast bunker is filled with uh, talent uh, today. A couple of, couple of journos uh, listening in. Look, we, we, uh, we're going to talk some cricket. We're going to talk some NBA. Um, I, do, I, I should also direct our um, Splash listeners uh, to the Fox Sports website to check out a feature piece uh, penned by... Uh, Liam Fitzgibbon about golfer Mark Leishman who will be embarking on the $10 million FedEx prize this weekend coming off uh, a victory in the BMW Championship last week. He is probably one of Australia's most underrated sports people um, and I would recommend going and checking out that piece. Sounds like an absolute uh, legend Uh, and as I bring in uh, my two guests... Uh, basketball writer Olga Norlich. How are you, sir? I'm well, Phil, and I would also urge our listeners to, to read that piece on Mark Leishman. It is a very, very good read. <laughs> and no, we're trying to start Leishmania over here at Fox Sports, and um, no, Liam's piece is, is very enjoyable. <laughs> Please go to foxsports.com.au and have a read of that. Leishmania, I like it. Uh, and uh, and cricket writer Jacob Karoop, how are we? I'm good. I have to read this Mark Leishman story now. Apparently. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Sounds amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was going to put forward a nomination uh, as... Potentially, he, him as as uh, an Australian sports person that you would most want to have a beer with. Oh, uh, no question. If you if you if you see yeah. some of the interviews with him, he's just a just a, such an unassuming person. Can you, he just looks he looks like such a just a nice bloke. <laughs> Can you think of any who would be the nomination from your um, uh, Jacob, of course, cricket writer from your uh, uh, preferred sports? Uh, who 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 jumps out at you, Jacob? That's an interesting one. At at the moment, it probably wouldn't be from cricket. It would be from uh, from football. I'd love I'd uh, love to have a, a beer with Sam Kerr, who I think is the best Australian athlete in the world right now. That's so that, that's, that's all right. I agree with that. She's kind of going outside the realm of underrated now, though. Yeah, Even in, just in the last week, her fame has picked up out of control. Um, with the help of the splash, but uh, you know she's. Uh, produced plenty of highlights which are getting uh, a lot of hits on on, on the, the, the video section of the Fox Sports website. Olgan, quick nomination? From the basketball world, it'd probably be Joe Ingles. He's, yeah, out yeah. of all the, the NBA players who I've... Uh, the Australian NBA players who I've covered, he's just the nicest person out of all of them. He's just so down-to-earth and um, he's up for a laugh as well, which when you're out for drinks, that's that's what you want. That's fair. Uh, look, Olgan, we're going to talk Ben Simmons. Yes. Uh, you've just published a piece online. Um, it's gone straight into the splash on the Fox Sports website. How would you describe the splash for those out there uh-huh. as part of the homepage? The, the splash is the the very top, the very front of our homepage. If you go to foxsports.com.au, you'll see the big story right now. I'm fortunate that the Ben Simmons story is in there. Um, and you'll see, you know, four stories kind of surrounding that, um, and they're usually the the five biggest stories of the, at the moment, at that moment. Mm. Um, so generally, we have Tim El- Tim Elbra, our homepage editor. Um, he's a legend, and he's the one who who fills that splash, and he dictates uh, what the audience sees. So go check out the splash while listening to the splash. <laughs> Does a fine job, might I add. That's where the podcast name comes from, believe it or not. Uh, now Ben Simmons is in there. Uh, why? Uh, there was a, a luncheon today, a media luncheon, which had a Brian Colangelo, who's the general manager of the 76ers, and Brett Brown, who's the head coach of the of the uh, 76ers, um, and they said some really nice things about Ben Simmons. You know, 
we haven't seen much of him since he broke his foot uh, at the end of training camp last season. Um, and so any chance we get to hear about his progress, hear about his development, um, is, you know, we jump at that. And so um, mm. there was some, you know, high praise for it from him from both the general manager and the head coach. And, um, you know, it's got me more excited for the, the season. I suppose we should add a bit, a bit of context for the, uh, the, the more outside listeners, uh, being that Ben Simmons, Australian-born Ben Simmons, went with pick number one in the NBA draft two years ago to the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, the 76ers also had pick one last year, uh, and they picked up another point guard in Mar- Markel Fultz. Um, which did create another little narrative heading into this new NBA season, uh, which kicks off sometime in October, I believe. The middle of October, yes. And uh, is, is his position uh, in any question, Ben Simmons, given that he, you know, he didn't get on the court last year with a broken foot, um, and they've the the seventy sixes most recent number one draft pick is also a point guard. How does Simmons fit into this team? So that was something that was kind of solidified today. It's been something we've heard a lot of uh, quite continuously uh, over the course of the last few months that Ben Simmons will in fact be the point guard on this team. Uh, Brett Brown has said as much, Ben Simmons has said as much. Today that was we heard almost just a reiteration of that where Brett Brown said that, you know, in the open court, in the half court, we will see Ben Simmons as the point guard on this team. Nice. Which means we will most likely see Mark L. Fultz play off the ball. Um, he's probably the best scorer coming out of this draft. Um, he was the number one pick last uh, earlier this year. Um, and so there shouldn't really be any issues with that. Um, ben Simmons, of course, born in Melbourne. So he's someone who we're keeping a, a close mm. eye on. And uh, he's been the top player in his age group for the past four or five years. So heading into this season, he's probably the favorite to win the Rookie of the Year. Maybe Lonzo Ball has a chance with the Lakers. Um, but I've spoken to Ben's camp and they're confident yep. that he is going to have a big season. Awesome. Um, and coach Brett Brown, uh, of 76ers coach Brett Brown even went as far as a Usain Bolt comparison. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah, there was, there was a lot of stuff in, from this luncheon that I don't know whether to you know, say it was hyperbole or whether it, it was just kind of really nice optimism. Um, but yeah, he said that Ben's ability to you know, change directions, his ability to go from you know, point A to point B is Usain Bolt-like, um, wow. which... Of course, Usain Bolt. Fair praise. For those who don't know, Usain Bolt is a, was a, is a runner um, who is good at running. Um, uh, and so, yeah, that's quite ridiculous praise. But you know what? For someone who's 6'10", to be commended on you know, your ability to sprint, that's, that's really impressive. And you know, Ben Simmons is really unique for his size. And um, that's something that is going to be good for us. You know, he's going to create highlights. That's going to be fun. We don't usually get highlights from you know the Australians in the NBA. We've got Delhi mm. diving on a floor, but we don't usually get these kind of uh, end-to-end <laughs> dunks or anything like that. So Ben Simmons is hopefully going to be that guy for us. NBA fans will be familiar with the phrase, trust the process, yes. uh, which of course has been uh, a process that the Philly franchise has undertaken the last few years to basically just accumulate as many top draft picks as they can and uh, assemble this super talented team. Are we going to start to see more success on the court this season with Ben Simmons in that team uh, and, you know, with the development of the 76ers? Well, I think it's safe to say the process is over Mm. in the sense that this team is no longer uh, in its rebuilding stage. It's at the point where it is rebuilt and it is focusing on developing the talent it has and winning. Uh, this season, they should win a lot more games. They've, they've picked up J.J. Redick, uh, who I think 
goes next to Markel Fultz and Ben Simmons really, really well. Yeah. Ben Simmons joining that fold. Joel Embiid, if healthy, is one of the best centers in the NBA. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if the 76ers team was a playoff team. Wow. Um, and so, you know, the East is relatively weak. And so I imagine they can sneak in there. And the, the process, yes, is over, in my opinion. Watch this space. Olgan, thank you very much for joining us. Are you much of a, a cricket fan as well? Uh, I sit next to Jacob, who covers <laughs> cricket. And that is the extent of my knowledge on the sport. <laughs> Jacob, we'll bring you in because Australia's second ODI uh, is underway in India this evening, 5 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time uh, for those hoping to tune in. Uh, and we're on the cusp of uh, bad history <laughs> as far as ODIs are concerned. Yeah, so it's, it's, a, it's a pretty unique stat. If Australia lose tonight, it'll be their 10th straight ODI defeat away from home. Um, to put that in context, the previous longest losing streak for Australia in ODI cricket away from home was seven matches. Wow. Back in 96, 97. So we've already created history. Yes. It's just uh, a, a real sour cherry on top of, um, I, I don't know, low-fat ice cream, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's, it's, it's an interesting one. The cricket actually hasn't been too bad from Australia in that period. They've been hurt by the rain in a lot of that. So this is uh, they're on the cusp of 10 straight losses in completed ODIs, yep. should be said. There's been a few washouts in between. So, you know, there's probably a match against Bangladesh at the Champions Trophy where they should win, but the rain rain yep. stops that. Um, but, yeah, still, you know, they've had a lot of trouble uh, with test cricket away from home in the last decade, and it yeah. appears that's creeping into the one-day game as well now. Slice of perspective is always helpful, you know, with, with some of these uh, statistics that come out of cricket. Um, but, look, there's, there's even been a little bit of heat on Steve Smith in the last day or so. Um, Michael Clark, uh, you know... Not necessarily questioning it, but putting him on the spot about his uh, captaincy um, media beat-up or a little bit more to it? Uh, a little bit of a media beat-up, if, if I'm being honest. Um, Pup didn't say say too much. He, he really just said that there's a bit more, bit more focus on Steve Smith as a captain. You know, he's really thrived as a batsman you know, since taking the reins. He was doing really well before that too, obviously, but... Um, you know, sometimes Smith's captaincy decisions get questioned. He can be a little, a little bit on the def- defensive side. I actually thought in the first ODI he was quite aggressive until Pandya and Dorney kind of took the game away for India. Um, you know, so Pup, Pup just said there's a little bit of pressure on, on Smith as a captain. And, you know, Smith played the straight bat, said he was happy with where his captaincy is at the moment. I think he's... His captaincy is ever improving. Um, I don't think he's under too much pressure. I think you know, a bad Ashes series obviously changes that. I think any Australian captain is going to be under pressure. Yeah, yeah, sure. Is uh, I'm, I'm assuming all these all these ODIs are being uh, broadcast live on Fox Sports. Yes. yes. Uh, and Jacob, you are a, a company man, so <laughs> why should we be tuning in uh, to this? You know, somewhat uh, pointless ODI series. <laughs> Um, that's a good question. I think I think you know, one day cricket between Australia and India is always very entertaining. You know, the series may lack context, but these are two teams that are very well matched. That it brings you know probably the two most exciting batting lineups in the world against each other, and two very exciting bowling attacks as well. You know, good cricket is is good cricket. It's going to be entertaining. Um, in that in that last match, you know, you, you got to see Hardik Pandya hit three sixes in a row and, you know, really rescue India from a position of, you know, absolute 
you know, just a, t- a terrible situation. They were three for eleven, and they end up posting two eighty. And then for Australia, you get to see Glenn Maxwell take ridiculous catches like he did in that <laughs> to, to remove Virat Kohli for a golden duck. You don't see that not not a golden duck, just a duck. You don't see that too often. And then you know he hit three sixes as well. Nathan Coulter swinging the new ball. Pat Cummins running in and building up some Ashes form. There's plenty of reasons to watch. Um, I. Uh, you should you should definitely watch this one day series. <laughs> there you go. Five PM. Uh, the second ODI ODI gets underway on uh, Fox Sports, uh, and uh, Olgan bringing you back in. Um, of course, uh, all the cricket updates also on on the Fox Sports website. Uh, and and Olgan, it's 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 an exciting time in in basketball. At, just before we wrap up the splash, uh, the NBL season is fastly approaching. Uh, and then it's the the NBA, but of course uh, we get a little bit of a prelude into that um, early in October when the NBL meets the NBA. Yeah, we do. You know, all of these the NBL, NBA, even the college basketball seasons, they all come at the the same time. So we all get this big wave of basketball coming all at once. But the kind of what's going to kind of open that that entire period for us will be these games where we'll see. Uh, three different NBA, NBL teams face three different NBA teams in NBA preseason games, which is the first time I believe we've ever had NBL teams travel to the US to play any sort of games against NBA teams. The Jazz, the 76ers. So, if I'm going at the top, of, no. If I'm going at the top of my head, we've got the Sydney Kings versus Utah Jazz. Yeah. Then we'll have uh, Melbourne United going up against Oklahoma City Thunder, and then the Brisbane Bullets against the Phoenix Suns. Okay. So those happen uh, a week after each other, beginning with the Sydney Kings, who play at the beginning of October, uh, October 3rd, if I'm not mistaken. I don't think I'm mistaken. Um, <laughs> and so all of those will be, uh, I don't know what the protocol is with um, advertising other uh, broadcasters, but that'll be on NBA League it's Pass. So if you go on... Uh, <laughs> on ESPN. It's on... Let, let's say. It. It's on Foxtel... Uh, our, yeah, we're Channel. part of Foxtel as well, yeah, so yeah, why not? it's why on not? ESPN. It's yeah. also on NBA League Pass. So any chance you get to watch that, those, those should be really fun to watch. Even yeah. even though, in my opinion, the NBL teams don't stand a chance at all, <laughs> they're not going to compete. NBL <laughs> teams are going to be you know broadcast out to American homes. That's pretty cool. No question. And yeah. and you know just the opportunity for someone you know like a Chris Golding, for example, who's on Melbourne United, going up against. Um, you know some of the Oklahoma City Thunder guys. Yeah, is just a cool experience. It's a good experience for everyone, I think. Yeah, for sure. Um, boys, thank you very much. Short and sharp on the splash today, uh, but no shortage of uh, of juicy content. So I thank you both for joining the splash. Thank Thanks you. Way to, way to alliterate. <laughs> Uh, That's it for your Thursday edition of The Splash. Of course, we'll be back tomorrow uh, to to forecast into the weekend uh, and and analyse what is up on the foxsports.com.au website. Uh, And until next time, that is a wrap. (laughs) 